Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time. It's time, yeah. It's time for this. It's time for the Pantalos podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember that uh, Anthony Cumia's book, Permanently Suspended, is out in bookstores and on Amazon right now. Get that. Head over to compoundmedia.com to get an autographed version of it. I don't even have an autographed version. I have one that's not autographed, and i got to take it down with me in New York to get it signed by Cumia himself. My guest today, good friend, know her for a while. She's been doing comedy for a while, and she's also doing a lot of fitness stuff, which we're going to talk about today, is Tatiana La. So yeah, you've. Been, uh, I know that you've started because I, I know that you have the Instagram account and you're training. You're showing videos of you doing workouts, and, but you also do personal yeah. training. You grab people and train them. Yeah, yeah. So I do pretty much everything. I mean, I'm just. Uh, I haven't been doing that forever, right? So I'm just trying to uh, figure out what works best for me and for people. And like, I'm open to everything. Really, I'm like constantly researching things. Um, you know, I I used to teach um, karate classes, so I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I kind of incorporate some of the, those things when I do training. Um, like karate, yeah. like beating people up? You incorporate nah. that? <laughs> You're like, I have ways to motivate. Yeah, I have ways, but uh, unless they ask, you know. Um, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I've, I mean, I haven't been training people for long, but uh, I've done sports. Like Sports have been part of my life for since I was a kid, really. So um, I've tried so many things, and I'm trying to incorporate every bit of information that I have from different types of sports and uh, the knowledge I have, so. So you've been into that stuff before you got into comedy? Uh, yeah, I mean, sports, yeah. Not necessarily personal training. I would say, like, I started going to an actual gym, like, like three, three years ago, maybe no, four. Because um, I, I was one of those people that was like, uh, I hate gyms, I hate weights, I hate machines, I hate, like, the atmosphere, like... They're all douchebags there, and I'm not like, I'll just do like... A lot of that is correct? Yes, <laughs> I still agree, but like now I actually like going to a gym. Um, so that's changed, but yeah. You um, know who hangs out at the gym a lot? Poseidon. Oh, yeah. word? Yeah. Now you're wondering why does he look the way he looks? Yes. Because uh, nutrition is not part of his regimen. Yeah, you know, like people will tend to think that uh, to lose weight, like you have to do like... A little bit of diet, a little bit of tra- strength training, and a lot of cardio, which is false. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. You, you give me the tips. I want to know. I, I think yeah, that you should um, do a little bit of cardio, a lot of strength training, and even more nutrition. Okay. I think nutrition is the most important one uh, that people tend to... I mean... A lot of people are into it, but a lot of people tend to overlook it. They're like, oh, I, I, I work out like three times a week. Why should I give a shit if I eat a hamburger, you know? Right. But uh, That would be the best, though. If you could just work out it? and eat whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. But I but know people who eat whatever they want and they're fit. Explain that to me. Explain that wizardry to me. I'm one of those people. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's just... <laughs> 
kind of bullshit are you peddling? I'm gonna sound like a dick. I want to know the goddamn regimen you're on. Honestly, I've been cut since straight out the womb. (laughs) So you just it's 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 hard for you to gain weight. Yeah. Okay. The only time I gained weight was um, I've honestly been the same height, same weight since I was 13 years old, same feet size, everything. Interesting. Uh, The only time I gained weight was when I was like 14, 15, and uh, pregnancy. Birth control pill. Ah, that fucks your whole system up. It fucks you up, man. Like, <laughs> I gained like 20 pounds. And like for, for like a 15-year-old girl, like it, it, it shows, right? Then you're like, what the fuck? Even my dad told me at one point, he's like, you know, starting to be a bit chubby. I was like, what? <laughs> no? Yeah, 20 pounds. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. What is yeah. that? That completely fucks with women. Huh? That It changes their whole yeah. uh, hormonal structure and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm really against that now. Yeah. Now I, that you know. Now that I know, because I tried, like, I mean, not to go too, in, too, too much details, but, like, when I started taking a pill when I was, like, yeah, 14, 15, um, <laughs> I was wearing, like, double D-sized bra, like, at such a young age, right? So, like, I would stand out a lot, <laughs> and, like, I was so embarrassed. Oh, shit. Like, I was really ashamed because I was, like, the only one, or the other, the other ones would be, like, the bigger girls, right? So... I was like really ashamed of that, and then at one point I stopped, and then uh, I took the the shots, like the injections. I didn't know they. What do you mean? They do shots instead of birth control pills? Yeah. I didn't even so, know this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's called Depo-Provera. It's a shot you get every three months, so it's way better than a pill, theoretically, because y- instead of taking a pill every day, you just get a shot every three months, and you n- don't think about That's it. That's fucking great. It sounds like we're sterilizing people. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty much that though, because I I took that. I lost a bunch of weight. I deflated like <laughs> from everywhere from all the gain that I that I all the weight that I gained. Did you know that it was the pill that made you gain weight? No. Or you you thought maybe you're just growing up. I mean, a bit of both. I guess I was like, oh, I guess like I'm taking all these extra hormones and I'm growing, so it's probably like a mix of both. A yeah. mix, but um so anyway, yeah, the sh- the shot, uh I was like, oh, it sounds great, like just a, the injections every 3 months. And then I started losing a bunch of weight and another of my friend that took it same thing to her so i was like oh maybe that's a thing so i started researching it and uh turns out that not only does it fuck up your whole like reproductive system like i i i would stop getting periods altogether and uh it it gives you long term gives you osteoporosis what the fuck because apparently it eats away your bone marrow so I was like, all right, I guess I'll stop that. But and I don't know why this isn't, like, commonly known. This should be common knowledge. This is the kind of shit they should teach you in school. Yeah, but they don't because I don't know why. They have a certain ideology they have to teach, I guess. And That's a little absurd. Yeah, and now I'm, like, really against. I mean, now I'm against, like, there's a whole other conversation, but I'm really against, like, everything pill everything you're against pharmaceuticals you're most people are i don't trust those cocksuckers either no no No. it's it's funny because i'm like i'm one of those people that believe in like a more like natural way of life if that means anything but like just avoiding things that don't i don't think we need necessarily such as such as uh i don't know like Advil, like <laughs> antibiotics, like all those things that are overprescribed. Well, antibiotics, they are overprescribed, but don't we still need them? Aren't, haven't they 
cured a lot of stuff. Haven't they saved us yeah. from a lot of things that would kill us normally? Yeah. No, I agree. When you know, I mean, there's nothing 100% in the medical field, but when you know, let's say 99% that you have this type of infection or virus and then they give you an antibiotics and it goes away. Yeah. But it also kills a lot of good stuff that you have because they have to kill everything. It's kind of like chemo. They'll kill your, your bad cells, but they'll also kill your, your good cells. Yeah, like chemo a, I don't like. On a much bigger scale, right? But still. Um, where is I going with this? Just that you're, you're not fully against it, I guess. You're just against overusing it. Yeah, like one time I, um, I started having this huge rash on my thigh. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't eat anything. Like, I... So whatever, I went to the walk-in clinic and then this girl, like not to discredit her, but the doctor, like she was really young, like straight out of med school type of thing. She was like, oh, I don't know what it is. Um, so she prescribed me a legit four different medication. Four? Four. That do completely different things? Completely different things. And every One. medication has a side effect, right? So... I'm like, okay, but which one do I think? She's like, take all of them. I'm not sure what it is, so um, it's probably one of the <laughs> these four things. So I'm like, why, why would I take four medications that you don't even know will work? Like, why would I put that thing in my body that I'm like, is not necessary? This says more about our, um, our healthcare system than anything else, really. That is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because I don't, I don't know. So I, <laughs> I didn't take it. Yeah, obviously. Most people would. But I tend to question everything, and it's, I guess sometimes it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing sometimes, but... No, I think it's better to question shit, and then you, you figure out what's good and what's bad instead of just taking everything they give you. Yeah, and right? you become gullible, right? So, yeah, so these people have education, so it's normal to think that, you know, they have all the answers, but... Um, so anyway, I didn't take those medications. I'm like, oh, let me see if it goes away, like, in a few days. And it didn't. So she's like, come back in, like, a day or two. Was it big? Yeah, it was like so this was big. Like, it was a rash on my thigh. That's your whole thigh. That's huge. Yeah, yeah like part of, yeah. So uh, she's like, come back, and um, we'll see, like, how, how it's going. Like, cause it can't, if it gets bigger, like, it's a problem. I'm like, okay. So I go back, and it's still the same thing. And it was even hot, actually. So to me, when it's hot, it's like, it should be like a, viral, a virus, something. She's like, oh, I don't know. She's like, let me go get another doctor. I was like, thank God. <laughs> Somebody else comes in. He's like, it's AIDS. It's yeah, you know. <laughs> so this other doctor comes in and she's like, oh, oh, first of all, she asked me, she's like, did you take the medication I told you to? I'm like, no. She's like, why? Oh, my God. I'm like, is there something natural I could take for that? She's like, Pfft. she literally scuffed. She's, she's like, like, yeah, pour some water on no. your thighs. Yeah, exactly. She's like, you fucking they hippie. Don't, they don't learn that, right? <laughs> um. So, yeah, so the other doctor was like, oh, it's, um, it's, it's fungi. I'm like, okay. What? So she gives me like a fungi Anti-fungal cream. cream. Anti yeah. So she gives me that. I'm like, okay. And she's like, come back tomorrow. We'll see how it progresses. So I'm like, okay. And then she's like, uh, the first doctor, the young one, she was like, uh, I'll be here tomorrow, but only in the morning. If you come at night, it will be a different doctor. I was like, I can only come at night. <laughs> I didn't want to see her. Yeah, obviously. So I put the cream, I come back the next day, same thing, didn't grow or regressed. And then this guy, <laughs> it was like an older man, gray hair, you know, like long gray hair with like a little ponytail. This is a doctor? A doctor. This looks, he sounds like he's, uh, you're describing an 80s drug dealer. I was going to say 80s like ethics teacher. 
Because he had like one of those like wallpaper kind of shirts. Yeah. The vest. Yeah, like corduroy, like pants. Yeah, he came long in. gray ponytail. Anyway. Life is what you make it, really. So I'm like, do you? Like, I don't know. He looked like one of those hippies. I was like, all right, here we go. But that's <laughs> actually good for you. He yeah. might give you some natural shit. Be like, look, you're gonna fucking uh, yeah. grab a cat, let it lick you, put some olives on there. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Funny anecdote. I had. I used to have a cat that was obsessed with olives. Oh really? Every time you open an olive jar, it goes nuts. Interesting. These fucking animals. Weird. Yeah. Weird what they These get animals, into. These animals. I don't know. So anyway, I go see the that doctor, and um, he takes a look at me. Two seconds. He's like, did you go to um, to like a public spa recently? I was like, yeah. He's like, how long? Ago? I was like, I don't know, like six, seven days ago. He's like, it's it's one of those infections that you catch in public spas. What do you mean? There's infections specifically for public spas? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's what he told me. I was like, what? And it's funny that in two seconds, he looked at my rash and he's like, did you go to a spa? I didn't tell him anything. It's funny. He's like, yes, it's, it's called herpes. And you're like, <laughs> what? It's not in spas. <laughs> not exclusively. It's like in, in, um, in high school... Uh, my friend was dating this guy. It was like the first guy she ever dated, right? And she, uh, and the, the guy was telling her the same thing. And then she caught chlam- chlamydia. Oh God! <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not a sign that like he's going around, you know? And she's like, oh, but he told me he caught it on the toilet seat. I was like, yeah, that's a believable scenario. Then again, it could be, but it's such a such an unlikely scenario. But why scenario. would it be called? Uh, um, Sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, but he could have been having sex on a toilet seat. You didn't get the full story. Is the problem? Yeah, that's <laughs> he could have been saying the truth. That's true. He could have been hundred percent honest. Just avoiding certain parts. Yeah, he's like, I guarantee you, I got this on a toilet seat. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, carrying on with this hippie doctor, I'm curious. So yeah, this hippie doctor was like, oh, take this. Um, I f- honestly forget if it was an antibiotic, but anyway, he's like, take this. It was like two, three days. I like that. Take this. He's like. Uh, it should be fine. So I trusted him, and I, I took it, and it went away. Interesting that the female doctor, you had no respect for, but you no, respected the man. She must have been a bike driver also. Well, yeah, what's going on here? What's <laughs> going on? You're not helping the cause. <laughs> I'm, uh, I believe in people, not in genders. I think you don't believe in the lady doctors. No. Well, the two ladies were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because I told him, I'm like, this other it's lady It's often like me. that, but it's very hard to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I'm like, this other lady gave me um, this antifungal cream. He's like, stop that. Is that, uh, that's, you told him, I wonder yeah. what he's thinking. He's like, who, who are these idiots that work in the day? You but know? You said she was fresh out of school. I think what happens is you learn a lot through the years of doing, you're of like, course. oh, I could solve, it's just like any job. Well, like fitness, right? There's some, like some people will like ask me certain questions. I'm like, I have yet to experience this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the only thing we know for sure is that we don't know anything, right? So, yeah. Well, you, I, I mean, in fitness, at least, you know how to, uh, if somebody comes to you and they're like, I need to, I want to become stronger, faster, and thinner. <laughs> it's pretty vague, but at least that helps you, right? You're like, all right, stronger, faster, thinner. Okay, we've got to get mm. you running. We've got to get you eating better. We've got to get you lifting shit, right? That's what I think in my head when I just described Basically, that. basically, yeah. I could be a fitness trainer is what you're telling me. There's, uh, there's more complex things, but... Um, <laughs> I need to know more. The, yeah, there's a lot of people that train people that are not certified, and like, although like the certification is just like a, you know, it's it's not like a, a master's degree, but like, it gives you a good basis of uh, fundamental fundamentals that you need to know. What do you What do you say about the people 
who say that fitness, much like global warming, is a myth. There's people that say that? It's just me. <laughs> I'm the person. I'm the person. What do you that. say to Pantel? Yeah, what do you, what are you <laughs> telling me to get me to think straight? Uh, the I want to ask you your Instagram, because uh, you have an Instagram account just for fitness, separate from comedy. Yeah, yeah, I need to get better at that. I don't really, I'm kind of like, I'm a free spirit. I was going to ask you what the strategy is towards that. I don't have a strategy, and that's a shame. Because I have friends who they have like huge followings, YouTube videos, they do, and their fitness, self defense. Like my buddy yeah. Nick Drosos is big in self defense, mm. he has a, a whole community that loves him and a big YouTube following. But he has kind of, his structure is, okay, I'm going to release an episode of this uh, each week, each Monday, let's say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this on Instagram. There's going to be motivational quotes here. There's going to be healthy living here, all that stuff. So they have like a strategy. You, it's more like, yo, that's what I'm doing at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but do, are you thinking of doing like, okay, it's fucking workout Wednesdays and it's fucking healthy eating Fridays yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that it takes a lot of, uh, you know, you need to be consistent, which I'm not. Uh, I hear that. Same here. It's. My I have a very like scattered mind, and like I'm like okay today I'm gonna post like a lot of videos on uh, fitness and then I'll forget about it for two weeks. But uh, I don't know I need to I need to like sit down with myself and be like okay I'm gonna do this this day and like this type of uh, video and like because the 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 market is so saturated with everything it's hard to differentiate yourself so really especially on Instagram especially on Instagram it's butts and cake. That's what Instagram is. It's pictures yeah. of cake and butts. Yeah. And I feel like on one way, on one hand, I'm like, I need to be different. But on the other hand, I'm like, the formula that works is uh, <laughs> butts. Yeah. <laughs> so I, had I don't know, man. I am figuring shit out. And um, yeah. It's a weird rabbit hole because I, I, I posted a funny video a couple of weeks ago. And then I was looking at it. I was like, oh, fuck. Look at this. Uh, the butt video has way more views than I do. Mm-hmm. And then my buddy was like, you think that's funny? <laughs> look at this piece of chocolate cake <laughs> that's 9,000 likes bro <laughs> it's way better than the comedy video too so it's a cake and asses that's all so what I would recommend is you do videos there needs to be asses involved and cake at the same time so you cut both what demographics about eating no because then that's while... counterproductive that's counterproductive that's you not being fit or isn't that overproductive you have to have a piece of cake and then someone trying to get it and then asses, and you're working out, and you're like, look, you can't get this cake unless you work out, something like that. And then people who like cake will be there. People who like butts will be there. People mm-hmm. who like fitness will be there. And then everyone else is going to be there, too, because they're going to be like, why is this in my feed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's how you change the game up. Yeah, yeah. I started doing, uh, I mean, last year, I guess, or beginning of this year, started doing, like, some um, home workout videos. Like, I was taking, like, like miscellaneous objects and just incorporating them into, like, and it was starting oh, to yeah, like, I saw um, that, yeah. like I, I was starting to get like uh, quite a lot of feedback on it, and like people liked it and stuff. I stopped. Why? Uh. Those were actually cool. <laughs> yeah, and you go to the park too. I remember you had your dog involved as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I would see you. It's like, oh fuck, she's doing handstands. I'm eating pizza. I feel like a piece of garbage. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's the goal. I yeah. need to make <laughs> people feel like shit so they but come no, see me. I remember that happened once. I was eating pizza, and then you were doing hands. you be like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? What am I doing? Uh, yeah, I eat pizza too sometimes, so I just, uh, you know. So what's the strategy? What's your long term? Do you want to get into fitness, personal training? You just want to you wanna be the DDP of Montreal? What do you want to do? What's DDP? DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. He was a wrestler. He does the yoga thing now. He's um, he's helped a lot of people uh, get back into shape and into health. There was one ex-military mm-hmm. guy who couldn't even walk. Oh. Yeah, and now he's running. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Modern day saint, the DDP. 
Right. Oh, I'll look him up. But yeah. um, I mean, I have a lot of different thoughts and projects. Um, I'd I'd like to maybe open a thing where like I can teach. Uh, I'd like to get like a yoga teaching certification as well, and like I'd like to do something where I can teach martial arts and fitness and nutrition and yoga and like kind of make it a whole because that's all things I'm super interested in and I'm learning constantly about and um well what are you missing you're missing certification for yoga how hard is it to get that certification bunch of fucking hippies uh <laughs> you could bully them into it <laughs> yeah. like I can just walk and be like listen I'm here yeah come here Dalai Lama <laughs> just certify me but uh it's actually uh, I'm not I've I've been thinking about it for I would say at least six years and uh, it's expensive. It's like really at least two G's, two three G's. Why don't you start your own fucking thing? Why do you got to be certified with them? You're not even doing what they're doing. It's because people want paper, if, if, even if it doesn't mean anything. Like I honestly could teach myself how to teach yoga. Yeah, but just do you by don't call it yoga. Call it tats yoga or some shit yeah. like that, or tats um, fitness. The union of your mind and body by Tatiana. That's too hippie. You're going to get the wrong kind of people. You're going to get fucking people in there who are like, well, I don't need to be fit here. I just got to yeah. be fit up here. Yeah. So you don't need that. You need to do something like fitness by Tatiana. I still want people that like shave. You know. That's why. Fitness by Tatiana and you have a cool logo, right? Yeah. 3D logo maybe. It's fucking, there's depth to it. 3D. Yeah. Okay. And then people mm-hmm. are like, yo, fitness by Tatiana. That's what I want to do. Because nobody get like my trainers and stuff. Like I don't, I don't go to like Nick. I'm like, yeah, Nick, show me a certificate. I don't give a shit. I trust them. No, I see exactly, the results. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The That's results why social speak for media themselves. is important because I could just like keep posting things and people like gain their trust. Yeah. With those uh, butt videos. <laughs> yeah, but it's you. I'm, I'm just saying you don't need uh, to do what they're doing. You don't need to do it. We have how many yoga studios do we have here? Too many. Too many. But we do. We have a Tatiana Fitness Center where you could learn mm-hmm. how to defend yourself and do yoga and all that. We don't have any of them, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Yeah. So that's what you gotta look into. There's also um. I really want to go to uh, to schools and teach fitness to schools. You know, they have those extracurricular activities like during yeah. lunchtime or whatever. Like high schools? Even elementary schools. I was going to be paying attention to elementary. What are you going to tell I them? feel like it's the opposite. Eat because you have more authority as, yeah, as an adult. I mean, I have zero authority. But, like, but only for those, like, that hour. After that, they're going to be eating cake and not exercising. Yeah, but at least it, it, it plants the seed, you know? You're a seed planter. Yeah, because I never, I mean, from my experience, I went to a, whatever shitty public school and, yeah. and, you know, I never learned anything about fitness. We we, we played badminton or, or uh, ball hockey and phys ed and that's about it. Yeah, I went to a shitty private school and what mm. I learned about fitness was you're fat. I was like, mm. all right, well, yeah. thank you, uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So is he a real science guy? Is he a real science guy? Yeah, you're right, though. They don't teach you a lot in uh, in elementary about nutrition and fit, like the actual things. Even in high school, they didn't really teach us a lot. No. I, I think I was talking with Mike Ward about this the other day. Unless that, maybe you're in sport, Yeah, they don't really teach you most skills. The important skills that you're going to use in the rest of your life, they don't teach you that shit in high school. Where That's no. where they should teach you. They teach like you nonsense. Taxes. Yeah, that was saying the same thing. Taxes, they don't fucking teach you. Um, balancing your checkbook, you know, why you shouldn't just fucking put everything on a credit card. All that. They, they never teach you any of that shit. Yeah. But they tell you about the fur trade. Mm. You, you sound some fucking fur. How many yeah. of us are fur traders? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Did you see the they opened a Canada Goose um, a store on St. Catherine and Peel where the HMV used to be? Oh, is that what they opened there? Yeah, and uh, I miss HMV. I thought it was pretty, um, pretty funny because um, 
on the first day it opened, there was protests. What were they protesting? We want the our fur. CDs back. No, fur. Oh, is it real fur that Canada Goose uses? Yeah. So there was protests. Like, like I just saw like a quick article. And uh, the next day, I walked in front of it, and there was a lineup to get in. <laughs> oh, man. They just gave... It's like... They, they just brought the attention that they wanted. Canada Goose like, this is yeah. amazing for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, where do you stand on that? Um, I'm obviously against it, and I'm... Um, I mean, but are you against it by voting with your wallet? Like, I will not buy that product. Or are you yeah. against it to the point where you're like, I'm gonna go protest outside? Uh, I'm not gonna go protest because I don't think it's not that it's counterproductive, but like, I feel like the, it, it, there's more impact if there's they start to lose sales yeah. than just like being angry. It's like with, you know, like with. Like, for example, because I, I know that space, I guess, but, like, with, with vegan people, uh, a lot of them are, like, preachers. Yeah. And for for me, like, if someone's going to preach something down my throat, I'm going to, like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. Vegans do have that problem. I know one good vegan and the rest, garbage human beings. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so, I don't know. Like, I'm... Um, I'm happy not to give them my money, and that's the part I'm doing. Yeah, I'm becoming so. more of a, of a hippie in that sense. Like, uh, I think Mike Mike Ward is making me change my mind a lot on meat because mm-hmm. I, I I do even though I'm a huge carnivore. I you know I'm Greek, so I grew up mm-hmm. eating all kinds of meat. I started to feel bad more for animals. Yeah. Um, which is I which I think is the best reason you could stop. You know. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about anything else. Me, it's just the animals. That's what I care because mm-hmm. I'm not eating. In, in generally, when I eat meat, I'll eat good meat. So it's not a health thing. I'm, what do you I'm, mean by good meat? <laughs> like I'll eat, I'll eat good meat. I'll eat uh, expensive meat. Uh, I don't eat no more red meat. I don't eat uh, beef. So I, I mostly eat chicken. I'll eat fish. Mm. I'll eat... Uh, like I avoid uh, red meat now because um, I read a lot about what it does to you inside and how hard it is for your body to get rid of it. It takes mm-hmm. a while. Uh, so I avoid that shit, mm-hmm. you know? So I'll eat all the chicken, uh, some pork time to time, but mm. uh, mostly fish, chicken, that kind of stuff. Uh, get some protein. <laughs> um, but there's other ways to get in protein too. Yeah. It's not as delicious though. That's the problem, Tats. Listen, um, I the chickens I are goddamn l- delicious. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always love the taste of meat. That's not what I'm debating. It's just uh, there's no argument that's gonna make me overlook the fact that these animal these animals are tortured and uh, they cut their their beaks off and their head off. Yeah, you see, that's when I think about that, then it makes me feel terrible. That's why I disassociate. Yeah, I pretend like it's yeah. not a real thing. Yeah, and we're such like it's either either you eat meat because you're in denial or because you don't care. Yeah, that's really what it is because there's no like uh, uh, it's, it's I'm uh, like I, I was born for this or blah blah like you think your animal was born to to feed you? I I, th- mm-hmm. it's, uh, I was thinking the same thing because of my dog mostly because of. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'm like, ah, that's so weird. Like, it's, you know, it remembers, it thinks, it's adorable, you know, it knows me. Like, it has um, a conscious, you know, like, it's yeah. it's, it's self-aware, yeah. you know what I mean? And I was like, fuck that. Well, self-aware as much as a dog can be. But mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, that's, it's interesting because then we're literally just slaughtering all these. We're fu- choosing. Yeah, we're choosing. we're praising and killing. Based yeah. on cuteness. Like yeah. the real world. I mean, yeah. I only got ahead because these fucking looks. Yeah. yeah. Very underqualified. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is all that got me here. But no, I, you, you're right. It is. A, it is. A, uh, also, I, I keep changing my mind. The older I get, I change my mind on a lot of stuff. Like uh, a nurse was making me think about abortion. Mm-hmm. I never thought about abortion. Mm. It's kind of like a distant thing. 
I was like, yeah, do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't do with me, right? And then uh, it wasn't an argument. It was more of a, just a chat mm. when she was like, no, like, uh, you know, she was giving me the, the difference of stages, like late-term abortion all that. And right. she's like, no, it is a baby. And I was like, no, nah, but it's not. It's like, mm. no, no, it is, it is a fucking, it is a baby. If you At let what it go, point it is does a, she say it's a baby? Well, her thing was, and it actually did make sense to me, was, uh, af- well, it was pretty early that it was, uh, that it was a baby because she goes, if you would let it go, that's what would happen. You know, it would mm-hmm. end up being a baby. And also, um, that's what you're doing. That's what you're aborting. She goes, you're aborting. Like the second you go past, I think you could take the morning after pill or whatever before all the cells are formed. Right. Uh, she knew this better than I did. Mm-hmm. But she did make a compelling thing. I was like, oh, fuck, that is a, that is a good point. About how um, you're, it's, it's a baby. It's a baby in stages, and then midway through, you're like, "Fuck it, this is gone." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "I never thought about it that way." She's like, "Yeah, nobody does because it's it's distant. You you just thought it's it's a thing to do. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you can just abort it. You know." Right. But she goes, "That's why we we have you know prophylactics." And she was saying like, "There's different things, you know, birth control, but like there's different things that you could do to not get to the stage mm-hmm. where you're cutting the baby's thing short." And I was like, oh, it's weird that I guess guys like me never thought about it because it's never, it's never an issue for us. Yeah. It's normally women that, yeah. that will argue about it. And then you have like maybe an old guy or old women who argue against or for, you know, they have like their own agendas. But yeah. it's never like the regular populace that's, it, like even in school, they never really informed us of what happens and this and that. So I never really, no. I was never conscious about it. It depends on which school you go to because I guess some more religious schools will tell you it's a sin and whatnot. Yeah, m- they never told us it was a sin, but I know that m- mine was a French Catholic school. So I mm-hmm. guess that's why they never even brought it up. And uh, it, I was never like for or against. I was just like, you know, it's not my business what another person yeah, does, you know. It's and now it's and <laughs> it, now it's still not my business. But now that I know more, I'm more like, oh, fuck, yeah, you should avoid. You should do everything you can to avoid getting to that stage because I right. feel like as a woman as a, not for me but as a, I feel like if I feel guilty thinking about it that would probably destroy a woman like the guilt of uh, if, if you think the same way you think like oh fuck I may have this could have been my kid it could have been my, whatever right that, but you could go a long way with like coulda woulda shoulda I think mm. and uh, but that's me maybe other people don't overthink it they're like it's done it's there's so I, I don't know how to explain it but like for me it's Personally, never happened to me, so I, I have that certain point of view, but I've never experienced yeah. it. So, but to me, it's not like a a living thing. Like it's it's just, I mean, but I, it, you see disassociating, right? Like yeah, because like chicken. W- with chicken, you see the yeah. finished product, right? Yeah. It's like it's it's food. It wasn't an animal before. Right, yeah, exactly. You just deny the whole process that it got to that end product, right? But I know that that now, I know that I'm wrong. I know that that was a goddamn chicken. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And that's how I started, like, stop to start thinking about, like, stop, like, becoming vegetarians because every time I would eat it, I was like, fuck. Like, I started feeling bad, bad, and, like, then went from there. But for for abortions, like... Maybe it's just like my spiritual side thinking and like we believe whatever we want. But like I read a lot of philosophy. <laughs> and like abortion philosophy? No. <laughs> no, but just like life philosophy and like the idea that we're just like souls carrying corpses. I kind of dig that and... I don't think that the soul entered the fetus at the point of the abortion. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I think it's just like a, a it's nothing. Like it's, it's like just, a vessel? It's, it's, yeah, it's like a, a, yeah. But then you see, we're doing this, uh, you're doing the same thing I do with chicken. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Or yeah. with egg, because I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but chicken, eggs, you know the eggs we eat? 
Mm-hmm. Can't, aren't those supposed to be fertilized and become like actual chickens, right? But How does that work? I, th- I read so many conflicting <laughs> arguments for chickens about for that. eggs. Yeah, because I don't yeah, understand. Because I'll from, eat eggs like here and there. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Yeah. Or people that are like, oh, you can't eat eggs. It's I don't want to eat nothing from an animal. So if you if you can't eat an egg because it would have become a chicken. But the yeah. abortion wouldn't have become a human. You see, that's what I'm saying is it's all, right. it's always in a mixed bag. I n- you never yeah. find someone, except for that nurse who was like, she's like, my view was 100% on, you know, abort. And now she's like super against it, but she mm-hmm. has to work in that field. And she's, uh, yeah. but she's seen some crazy shit, she says. Like for a sure. small, uh, like if I, I think if I would see like a small fetus, like a baby like that, like a, like a small fetus like this or whatever, mm-hmm. man, I think that would traumatize the fuck out of me. Already photos fuck with me. If mm-hmm. I would see a small one, I'd be like, I'm done. That's I'm changing career. You up. That's why they drug you up for an abortion. I have new career, man. I would do something completely different. Be like, I can't be a nurse. I can't be part of abortions. I'm fucking working at a hair salon. I'm done. Yeah. Happy conversations. Yeah. So it is crazy. But then you know what the other argument is? Um, well, the other argument, it, me, it's more for you can't just ban something globally because there's the instances where you need to have a place where that needs to happen. Yeah. Let's say somebody gets raped. Yeah. For example, right, and doesn't want to, even though it sucks to say. You're going to kill a kid. It's, you know, why not? It's still a bit. Mm-hmm. But for, you don't know how that kid would grow up with, with the mother who would always be thinking of, you know, that kid of is... where that kid comes th- from. That kid comes with that. Yeah. And that could fuck up the kid too, you know? Like, you don't... You can't make that decision for, like, oh, no, you have to live with this kid, mm. you know? So if you ban completely, then you remove the option. Of, or maybe if you find out early on that the kid's going to be super fucked up, a lot of problems going to live a very unhealthy life and it might not survive past five you know there's a lot like of kids that like a huge yeah a lot of handicap you know like i don't want the kid to grow up and then die mm-hmm. you know that's it's terrible so there's a, if you don't have these places ready and then everything has to go back to the underground you put the people that are going to get the abortions at risk also mm-hmm. do you know yeah. so that's why it can be a cut all like no no more abortions or yes yeah, it can be a method of contraception like exactly it can be birth control it should not be birth control and, sh- and it should not be, should uh, be zero a, tolerance it yeah should, it should be in case of emergency type of thing yeah there should be reasons yeah yeah that, that's how i feel i could be you know everybody's gonna have their own opinion people are yeah. gonna tell me fuck you i decide or whatever i'm not deciding for people i'm just telling yeah. you the more i learn because i used to not have opinions on it the more mm-hmm. i learn the more i'm like ah yeah maybe i should stop disassociating yeah absolutely it's crazy how we got from fitness to abortions right. what the fuck <laughs> Oh yeah, because of birth control. That's why. Because I was thinking, I was yeah, like, how yeah. the, why did it even get in my man, head? Man, they drug you up when you when they give abortions because. Uh, well, they have to go in, right? How's the coat hanger gonna get in painlessly? Man, <laughs> they but now they started giving because um, I it's unfortunate to say, but I know maybe too many people that had abortions and um, now they're giving fentanyl as a drug. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's even fentanyl itself is dangerous. Yes. Oh fuck. So my one of my friends that got an abortion now, she was like, she's like, man, I understand why there's a fentanyl crisis because that shit is bomb. It's addictive. She's it's like, crazy, I yeah. loved it. I wanted more. She's like, I couldn't give a shit about the abortion. I know a lot of people that died because of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's but uh, like, why can't they like just like freeze, you know, like numb that area? They don't want you to be like, it's, I don't know, mentally there, I guess. Yeah, because fu- I'm telling you, it's a Because it's a traumatic thing, yeah. experience. Because yeah, w- a lot of people will think that they're killing their own baby, which is fucked. But. Which, I guess, I mean, the, the argument there is, are you killing or are you stopping from, like, are you... Stopping from growing? Yeah, like, are you, are you stopping the race or you're preventing someone from starting the race? 
You know, that's the... Because the race technically hasn't started, you could think of. But that's right? just a play on words, right? Yeah. It means the you, same thing. Yeah, technically, I guess, yeah, you would, be, you would be killing a baby. But it's... Uh, like I said, that's why they should teach in schools uh, more about contraceptives, like what you should be doing as mm-hmm. a... Not just an adult, but as a mature person who's having sex, you know, to prevent shit like that. Instead of like... I know in Catholic schools, they're scared to talk about shit, right? Of so course. let's Because th- here's another thing that people don't want to take responsibility, right? Like I said, we disassociate for certain subjects. But same thing with people who are in charge. When in schools, they refuse, certain religious schools were refusing to talk about condoms, this and that, because like, oh, if we don't talk about sex, maybe they won't have it, which is not true, because biologically, humans are going to have sex. So all you're doing is getting them to be ashamed, so they're not going to go get condoms and that. A mistake's going to happen where someone's going to fall pregnant. She's going to be like, holy fuck, my parents went to school, they're going to kill me, they're going to shame me, whatever happens. And then she has to go through the abortion. She's the one who has to deal with consequences, whether it's it's psychological, whether it's physical, Mm -hmm. depending on the doctor all that stuff when she did it you know and you didn't want to take responsibility to just educate the kids into yeah. what they could have done it could have avoided all this you know yeah. yeah absolutely that it's that's a it's a crazy subject to get into because there's so much uh it, here it's not as bad as in the states i think degrassi junior high taught me a lot when i was growing up right because they would yeah, talk no, about shit yeah. you know yeah. and even that i remember when they were like the people protesting when the girl was getting an abortion mm-hmm. and i was like look at these fucking assholes you know like protesting that and then as i grew i'm like oh, i understand both sides i understand her she can't be in a situation where she you know has imagine, a kid or, like, imagine having a kid at 15 that you see that is something the kid's not gonna have the best <laughs> life no the kid's not gonna but even you know what but i mean no one has the, a best life but <laughs> like there's always like shit that's gonna happen throughout your life but you're reducing your more power to those young moms though because you know what kind of guts that fucking takes when you're like you know what because a lot of times if you have the kid early 15 17 what happens is if you're gonna have it the woman is mature enough to have it mature it doesn't mean that she has a job but she's mature enough to be like i want to give but a lot of times the guy because you know we talk about who's smarter guys or girls there's a huge period where when they're the same age, women are a lot smarter than, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like those, yeah, yeah. And the, that the, gap, that the, gap of the, the end of teen yeah. years where the women have already mentally been there and the right. guys are still fucking cavemen. Yeah. So there's no way that that guy is going to help properly. He's a little fucking retard. Yeah. So those women that take that responsibility and like, fuck this guy, I'm doing it myself. That's fucking, you, yeah. th- that kind of shit should be honored, like commended, you know, that's, that's, that's but crazy it, behavior. Uh, do you, don't you think it's a bit selfish at the same time? Whereas, yes, it's the girl that's, being pregnant and everything but she's choosing for that kid not to have a father at the same time she's also choosing for that kid to experience life right yeah so she's like i made a mistake because i went with this fucking neanderthal mm-hmm. now do, do should i choose the to end the kids you know what i mean right. like why am i gonna yeah, choose i made my mistake fuck it now i'm dedicating everything to the kid I, I know a lot of single moms like that that had done that when they were in high school right. and they became the best moms though they work super hard they're uh they're oh, super sure. involved like, with the kid. So many women <clears throat> need to be like applauded for that, and yeah. men too that raise their kid on their own. Like yeah, but w- I, most of the ones that I know, though, and those young guys that did it, they're fucking. They forget that they even have a kid. Like it's just neander. But that's the, that's the thing. It's there's a certain there's a certain gap that happens. What is it like late teens, early th- where the women are? Because I think the men take longer to fully develop their frontal lobe. I think they fully develop. Uh, was it was it like twenty three? For men, yeah, I think yeah, it was either and be, girls. It's, it's like seventeen yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. The, the topics we're getting into. I didn't. Ex- I thought we were gonna just stick on fitness, but it's good. We're talking about philosophy. We're talking about abortions. Yeah, everything. Speaking of abortions, which mm-hmm. is the w- I've never had that segue. <laughs> good segue. <laughs> there was a movie. Remember Dean Dean Kane, the guy who played Superman in the Superman TV show. 
back in the day with Lois Lane, it was I think it was called Lois and Clark Superman. What year was this? This was in the nineties. This was before your time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah. th- this was in the nineties. There was a sh- he was he was like the first when I was growing up, like the main TV super super person, right? Mm. And uh, this was after the old Batman show with Adam West, you know, because it was in the nineties. But it was a good show. It was a fun show at the time. I bet you if I watch it now, the Superman show, it would be garbage. Mm. But at the time he was Superman. Okay. It was I think after Christopher Reeve. So he um, he was in a movie. I think he helped produce it recently. It was called Gosnell or Gosnelli or something. Apparently, it was a good film. It was about a real story in Philadelphia, an abortion doctor. Okay, okay? and how how many like wi- some like the women that had died during the abortions, they were hiding it. He was doing abortions illegally. Like, it was all this crazy shit. Is it based on a true story? It's based or? on a true story. Okay, this guy okay. is serving like three life sentences or something. This oh, doctor. Shit. So what's crazy about it is that the movie came out. In its in its first uh, weekend, it was doing really well in in the theaters that took it in the states because it was an independent film. Let's say um, it was like one of the top three grossing or whatever in those theaters. And then after that week, when it started to get publicity, a lot of theaters start to pull the movie, even though it was higher grossing than a lot of the movies that were already there. And then this whole thing started about how it, it became a political thing. They go, no, we can't have uh, a movie that's g- gaining traction that talks that much shit about abortions. And then he came out. He's like, "What? We made a fucking good movie, and it's based on a true story." He's like, "And and the people aren't giving us proper excuses. Like theaters took us out that they were making money off us in there. Like right. they chose to not make money." He goes, "It doesn't. Yeah, that's it, odd. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fucking make sense. Like who's who's making up the 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 difference for them? You know, wh- who would make up the difference for them? You know what I mean? Because a the theater, if it's a business, you'd think they'd be like, we want to make money." So yeah, but making, the reward was probably bigger to take it out. But what's the reward? You're say, a theater. But no, but let's say you keep that movie in. Maybe a lot of people will boycott that that theater. So yeah. in the end, they'll end up losing more money because Maybe. people won't go because they're like, "Oh, they support that type of movie." They support anti-abortion. They su- or I don't know if it was anti-abortion. It was more they they were just giving a true story about that uh, that guy, that doctor. Right. And uh, it's fucking crazy that they would pull it. It's funny how like they they'll like hide the truth. <laughs> like, yeah, it just say, say the truth and let people make up their own. Mm-hmm. Say the truth and let me make up my mind. So I'll yeah. ha- we'll have different perceptions. But if yeah. you give me the truth, at least I'll know where we all stand. Of course. You know. Yeah. But if you try to hide the truth, then that just makes me suspicious. Like I didn't care about this movie before. And now I want to watch it when I can because I'm curious to see what the fuck it shows that made these people so angry they wanted to pull out of theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, before that I wouldn't have cared. So it's kind of like the can of goose thing. They're counterproductive. Not that I would go buy a can of goose because I saw protesters. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It drew attention to the movie. Yeah. And now I'm like, what could they have possibly said in a true life story that would ask mm-hmm. them to pull it out of theaters or, you know, get them to conspire to get it out of the major ones? Yeah. But I mean, that was back in the day, right? Now it's changing. Now. This came out now. This came out a few months ago. This just happened a few months ago. Oh, I thought you meant 90s. Yeah, this happened now. This guy oh, was a 90s yeah. actor, but his oh, movie just came out now. Everything. That's what I'm saying. I this like, just oh, happened. But now we're more like. This woke. just <laughs> happened. That's what I'm saying. It just happened like two oh, months ago or something. Wow. It was recent. That's why I saw him on TV talking about it. And I was like, what's he saying? And then I was like, what's this movie? And I looked it up. And then when he was like, yeah, they're fucking, they were making money off us the first week. And then the, as soon as they started gaining traction, they started pulling us out. Wow. And I was looking, I was like, fuck, that's suspicious. That's a weird. Yeah. Like what? What? What are they hiding? <laughs> I, I think they just don't want to. The bodies of the. Women. But there's a lot of yeah. Well, there's a lot of money at play too. Like it's not like Canada. Like in the states, there's the pharmaceutical companies. You know, uh, everything. Whether it's Planned Parenthood, every everybody has their own agendas. It's not always yeah. like pharmaceutical companies like to pretend it's all about the health of the end consumer. It's but not. nothing. Nothing is about something else that money than mm. money. Exactly. Nothing. 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 They make it seem like it's humanitarian. Yeah. It's never. No. 
Do you remember, like, uh, back in the day, I, I guess they told you this when we were growing up, what they did to Africa when the Pope had got involved, there was the AIDS crisis, mm-hmm. and then they told him not to wear condoms. Mm-hmm. And that just made it worse. Do you remember this? Like, no, uh, the, but I, it brings a bell. Yeah. This was a thing when I was growing up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Then, but if you're saying that you care about people, if you really cared about people, you'd put one dumb part of your ideology aside to make sure that this virus doesn't spread. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, if you like God, you wouldn't wear a condom." Mm. It, but then, what do you expect's gonna happen if that disease is sexually transmitted and they're gonna have sex? What do you think is gonna fucking happen? So little things like that where... The but then they can try to like treat them and get the medical... Oh yeah, who knows? It could have been Big Pharma yeah, that was part of that. They're like, listen, yeah. Pope. I think they're part of a lot more than we think. Maybe I'm being paranoid or like conspiracy. No, like, you're... But I feel like they're involved in a lot of things that like we think we have control over where we don't. For example, uh, I mean, that might be an obvious one, but like um, all those cancer walks what do you think that's doing? And yeah. I find it a bit sad because like I see people that are c- close to people that died of can- cancer and like they'll go on all these walks and raise money and I'm like, God damn, like it's sad to see that you have hope for this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too negative, but I, like... I know exactly what you're saying. I, I've had people die of cancer around me and uh, I know that the like the walks is more of a self, like how do I do something to show or to give back? You know what I mean? So people... People what do you get, think they're doing with that money? Oh, that's the thing. They're not, but again, disassociating with that result. They're mm-hmm. just like, uh, there's. what can I do? My friend died, my relative died or whatever. What can I do? Right. This is apparently going to help raise money. I'm down to it. So it's 100% coming from a great place. Oh, yeah. It's like UNICEF. No. When we were yeah. young, we used to get an, uh, yeah, when yeah, we were trick-or-treating. Yeah. You had that too? Yeah, had that. The, where you would get change. <laughs> yeah. That fucking money never reached those kids, right? Mm-hmm. Never. But uh, we, we thought as kids doing it, we thought we were doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. our agenda was pure yeah you know uh the people the but powers I feel that like be that's weren't. where like we're being i mean I, I don't know why i'm like bringing this up but i feel like you know like for example big pharma will think they're giving us control but really they're just making us think that we have it yeah you know like uh, like you said like you'll think you're doing the right thing but really you're just giving them money yeah most of it is what you said before. Most of it goes down to money. And for Big Pharma, what you said about them conspiring, and you know, oh, is it a conspiracy or you're paranoid? You actually do have a point because um, I used to look into this shit a lot, uh, mm-hmm. especially after 9-11, like, because uh, I, oh, yeah. I didn't trust Bush, I didn't trust Cheney. And then the more I would look into it, the more I realized that, oh, fuck, Cheney is a real piece of garbage because mm-hmm. he was doing stuff that, not Bush, Bush was just a doofus. Bush was just a... I'm a pre- he didn't make any decisions. It was, but he took all the blame, though. It was amazing because he was president. Of course. But the guy making the decisions was fucking Dick Cheney, the guy who shot his friend in the face. So th- you know what's crazy about him is that he was... So when they... Uh, you know, like Halliburton, where he... You know how nuts it is to give contracts to a company that you were in charge of while you're uh, fucking vice president? You give them, and you, once you're done, you get a bonus from... It's so fucking crazy that you would start a war, gets people get people to rebuild a country... And then the people rebuilding it are paying you for the it's 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 convoluted. But same thing with the, with the FDA. There's certain things that got through that they, they were pushed to go through the FDA. That oh yeah, you can put this in food like aspartame, for example. Yeah. Uh, which aspartame is a carcinogen, as far as I know, right? It's yeah. a carcinogen. It's a it's cancer. I said in Greek carcino, but it's carcinogen <laughs> in English. Um, it it's it, instead of sugar, they're like we got we got a replacement. We got this is sweet and it doesn't make you fat, mm. but it causes cancer. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. And they knew this at the time. Mm. 
mm-hmm. they packed because it was cheaper. There was a lot of money to be made, right? So they get these these companies lobby for it. These companies are like, no, 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 put this through because we need to sell this, this, and this. Yeah. And then people, me and you, the end part, don't know. So I remember when there was that whole low fat craze. And people were like, no sugar added. no, And they were using replacements. They were using aspartame. So it's like, okay, you're not getting refined sugar. You're going to get cancer in this day. But they don't tell you it's that, right? Um, no. Same thing now with sugars, right? Even when you say low they fat. You, even if they tell you, you see those, um, I mean, especially in the States, you'll see the those ads where like, take this medication, but also might give you yeah, side effect cancer, is death. stroke, yeah. suicide, <laughs> like what? <laughs> but people were like, ah, I need that medication. I I'll just take other medication to counter effect those. It's fucking, the worst is a psych medication that you take if you're fucked and then it tells you uh, side effects might include like suicidal thoughts. It's like, that's what I'm trying to escape. What, yeah. what, are, you, what are you giving yeah. me? Side effects are the real effects yeah. of what I already have. It's insanity, but there's so much money at play they don't like you to fuck with their money. Same thing with, with cancer when they're doing these walks and they're like, yeah, let's cure cancer. I hate to say it, but the truth is the people that you're giving money to have no vested interest in curing cancer. They have interest in making money. Yeah, that's they have interest in, in making you survive as long as possible. So that's you can it. buy more medication. That's the truth. That, that's, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I, I hate that. I want that kind of shit to be cured. But they don't have an interest in that. That would be if you think they have an interest in that, you're an idiot. There's no money in curing cancer at all. No, then so it's cured. Why would they? Same thing with AIDS, right? It's just about cured. Like right now, they if you have HIV or whatever, they could if you have enough money to get the like Magic Johnson type of shit, right? You live your life like there's nothing there, even though the virus is still like mm. uh, dormant or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So if you have enough money, they'll you'll teeter. You're right there. You're at the you know you'll they'll suppress it as much as they can mm-hmm. with money. Yeah. No one's going to go that extra mile. I'll be like, no, you don't need us anymore. We need your monthly fucking donations. We need yeah. you to keep getting these fucking pills. We need you to keep getting these injections. Yeah. And that's where... The, and you just have to think about it. It's like a recurring thing like Netflix. Netflix has... Why would Netflix tell you, give us $50 for a lifetime subscription? They're like, no, we'll take 10 bucks from no, you every you month. a subscription to yeah. Netflix, to medication, to... Everything. You, the, that's how everything. they make their money. The, or know, else they're going to go out of business. Like, I'm, I'm super interested in this and like I research this shit all the time, but like... My family is totally on, in another world with this. It's very like, you know, I'm, they think of me, I think that I'm like a bit nuts. You oh, you're, you're the hippie. You're the conspiracy I'm the theorist. hippie. I'm, the, I'm like the, you know, like, yeah. You're the, you're the wacky fucking, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, well, uh, we'll just eat steak and call it a day kind of thing. Not a little, you know, anyway. So, and uh, my dad has high cholesterol, right? which is super common. But um, the other day we were, we were eating and he was eating this very like unhealthy meal. And I was like, why do you eat that? If you know, you know you have high cholesterol. It's like, well, I take pills for it. I'm like, oh. And you know what you could do to stop taking the taking pills? Taking the pills? Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, you know, you're not going to change like a 50-something-year-old man's nutrition yeah i mean he never learned how to cook like whatever but it's just it it drives me crazy that i see my family like high cholesterol diabetes alzheimer's and i'm like there's things we can do here and i'll gladly help with i mean i'm no doctor but like i've you know like i said like i've researched so much of it and i'm like i'm sure i could 
you know, like just let me help you. Especially <laughs> you know? for nutrition, because now, yeah. especially if you want to educate yourself, there's so much that we know now that we didn't know back in the day. Yeah. When I was growing up, I still remember that um, gaining weight uh, was people thought it was just about calories. So they would just be like, if you, yeah. you they, they never thought about the sugar and it was the calories. Yeah. Do you remember See, this? Diet Coke. Yeah. It was it's just, just no calories. The craziest thing now, now, yeah. now we're like, that's insane. That's not how that works. Yeah. Right? You could gain a lot more weight if you fuck around with that mm -hmm. shit. And we didn't know back in the day. Back in the day, everybody would eat garbage and they wouldn't know. They're like, oh, no, it's temporary. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it, no long-term effects of you eating that refined sugar. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, they're going to get hyper, the kids. And now we know so much, like, especially for little kids, that kind of sugar, it's terrible for them while they're growing, while their bodies are growing. Mm -hmm. That shit fucks with, it's like cocaine for them. Yeah. Fucks with the receptors. All. Yeah. We, I didn't know that shit growing up. I had no idea. No. Nobody ever so mentioned that. You Fruit Loops in the morning. Yeah, and I like, didn't know. You know that's all that but shit was killing me. There, Fuck again, weight. there's a lot of money in confusion. There's a lot of money and like, conflicting information and, like, you know, there's the people that will um, invest money in, like, buying, like, for example, normal medication, like, Western medication, and there's, yeah. but there's a lot of people that will spend a lot of money on natural medication, and they're both just making money. Yeah. Really. Because they're confusing us. They're like, oh, but they're saying this, and they're saying that, and I'm like... Uh, maybe it comes down to your values or whatever, but you're like, I tend to believe more this person and I tend to believe more that person. So I'll try their supplements. I'll try their, you know, whatever they're telling me to try. And uh, yeah, basically it's just, it's the whole, like the government will give us money from work and stuff. We'll work and they'll give us money and just so we can give it back to them by spending it back. You know. To us, I mean, well, the government here is, is very good at just taking your money. So the government will make sure that 40% of your fucking money of goes course. to them. Yeah, but that's the thing. What do you do with that 60%? You'll do groceries? Yeah. What's on your groceries? Taxes. Taxes. Yeah. Back. Everything here. Is, a, a lot of people in the States who like listen to this, listen to To Drink Minimum, they mm -hmm. freak out when I talk about how badly, especially in Quebec, we're taxed. Mm -hmm. it, it's, if, if they live in Texas or in Florida especially, they get really pissed off because they don't pay taxes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think they only have at the, uh, what? yeah, they only pay one tax, Florida and, uh, Texas. Yeah. But then I if, think you, they pay if a state you got tax. a flu and you go to the clinic, they'll pay like $2,000 or whatnot. Right. <laughs> the privatized healthcare. But most people, what they do is because they save that money, like even here, if you could, if they weren't taking 40% of your, your, uh, paycheck, you'd be able to pay for health insurance and go to a yeah, private that's clinic. A point, yeah. That's what people hear. People are like, oh, private is terrible. Private is not terrible. I went to the private clinic here once, one time, one time, and it was fucking like 450 bucks just one shot, but everything happened. That's to take your tests, to get back to you, all that. Yeah, it's more it was, depth. And it was a nice place. It was a clean place. And that's why they're opening up. My buddy who's in the government told me this. Uh, apparently, they're not supposed to, in Quebec, have both private and uh, public. I don't know if you knew this. But the way our charter works, it's, it kind of contradicts itself. It's either you're, a so, you're you know, public healthcare or you're, you privatize it. But the reason why they have both is because of all the strain that's on the public sector. Remember, they're not paying doctors, the nurses. You know, mm -hmm. we haven't... Crisis, there's a shortage of nurses. The yeah. government doesn't want to give money to get more nurses. So what's happening is the government here saw... They're like, oh, this is this is teetering. We're gonna have trouble. So that's why they allowed the open. They had to allow private clinics to set up. You weren't apparently you weren't able to just open up a private clinic. They had to mm -hmm. allow this to happen because they saw that through the years gradually we were gonna have a problem because right. they knew that the way we're running the public system isn't working. And mm. I think we're gonna we're gonna eat it in the long term because now people here don't have a lot of money in Quebec. They're getting taxed hard. So their takeaway, their take-home money is not, especially if you're a single parent, if you're, you know, you have important yeah. expenses that you can't stray away from. So 
what's going to happen when you can't even afford private health care so your kid needs something and it'll take fucking forever. It'll take six months for something that if you had, let's say, 800 bucks or $1,000, you could get in a week. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause a big problem here. Yeah. So that's why if they weren't taking, if they would take 40% of my money, but we'd be good, I could go to a fucking hospital and I'd be fine. That's fine with me. Kids would get educated. The streets are fixed. I have no problem giving that money away. The fact that nothing gets done, let me keep that money. Let me pay for health insurance. Let me start a fucking fund for these goddamn roads or let me choose whether I think my money should go to education, roads, or or healthcare. Because now we have like no choice, right? No, and they don't even tell you where it goes. There's some countries in, uh, socialist countries in like uh, Northern Europe, I think Finland, that in your, uh, your statements at the end of the year, it shows how much percentage of your money went to what? So oh, that's yeah. dope. But Which that's one amazing. of those Scandinavian countries that they have the highest uh, quality of life, right? Yeah, uh, I think so, Finland. But then you have to live in fucking Finland or whatever, so it's not all good. Yeah, I know. Mean? I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> and they're also different. They're homogenous. Like, those are... It's diff- different different, uh, different lifestyle, and, and it's a different world, too. Because if you think about it here in Canada, to globally put something on someone is a little strange because we're all different people. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people don't like to admit it, but Quebec has its own culture. Quebec is different from the rest of Canada. Yeah. Quebecers, right? And then within Quebec, you have subcultures. Yeah. There's Greeks, there's Arabs, there's what... So it's kind of hard to homogenize everyone with the same social ideas because they don't all have the same social yeah, ideas. Yeah, because no one agrees. Right? Yeah, no one agrees. <laughs> Whereas Finland, like, look, it works. Yeah, but that's 99% white Scandinavian people. Yeah, they all have that grew up there and that have... You know, that's all they know, right? That's all they so. know is riding around in bicycles in the snow and being yeah. like, yeah, you know... We can't do that shit here. But the, 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 it's been shown that they're the happiest people in the world. If I see someone riding his bike in the snow here, I want to kill them. Yeah. There was this, uh, it reminds me, uh, I saw this article of, um, uh, in Ontario, this Catholic lady uh, put a complaint at the school. I don't even know if she's taking them to court or what. Anyway. Basically, she was complaining that at the school, they were giving the kids a yoga class. And she's like, I'm Catholic, and that comes from Hinduism, so I don't want my kid to do yoga. That's interesting. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I I forget if she's taking them to court or, like, taking the kid out of school or what. I don't (laughs) know if you should do all that. I don't think they're teaching them Hinduism more as, like, the fitness part of it. You know what's crazy? She does have a far reach, like it's a stretch, but she does have a point on one end, like don't teach, I don't know, like don't teach my kids something I don't want you to, I, I, like it's, it, no, wh- but whatever you it's. No, but you're, you're like paying for it is so stupid, a though. global um, education system. You know what the problem so is? So you agree to give your kid that same education that everyone does. Yeah. So there's going to be, there's going to be every religion there. But it's not, here's the thing, I don't think it's, I don't think it's religious. Yoga in my, like well the way That's we the do thing. it here is exercise. I don't think exercise. they're teaching them. Yeah, exactly. The problem is, I remember how I told you before. Some people like they're coming from a good place. Mm. She thinks it's in her head. It's indoctrination in her head. She's like they're converting my kid to something else. Yeah. So <laughs> as stupid as it is, I get her fear if it was real. Like oh they're trying to you know, they're trying to make my kid Jehovah's Witness or whatever. But it's not the case. That's the hard thing. It's like yeah. how do you argue, how do you argue with this woman? Like, lady, do you want to sit in a yoga class just to see what it is? Like, it mm-hmm. just stretches. No, I'm not going to sit in that devil shit. So it's hard to, it's very hard to argue with people like that. That's the fucked up thing. Those people, when they've made up their minds, it, what we were talking about before, yeah. same thing. There's certain, there's certain subjects, abortion being one of them. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that no matter what you tell them, what you talk about, nutrition, same thing, they refuse. Like meat and all that, the, the, the biggest argument is. Man, tell me about it. Shut up. Shut up. Why are you even talking? We've been eating it for this many years. There's no problem with it. You could eat whatever you want as long mm. as it's not, uh, you know, refined sugar, sag- as long as it's not chemical shit, you should be able to eat it and it's fine. 
And then you have to explain, yeah, but back in the day also when we would eat meat, you realize we wouldn't eat meat three times a day. No. You kill one animal, right? Yeah. And it lasts you for three months or whatnot. So think you about your gut. Every part, yeah. Think about your gut, though. Think, yeah, you eat every part. It's another thing because there's yeah. different nutrients that you get. Now, in. now the meat that we're eating is empty. It's just flesh. Yes. It's nothing. It's not that nutritious. Have you ever eaten real, like, uh, organic, like from a farm, like people who, who butcher it and, and you eat that meat? Uh, no. In Greece, okay? I've, I've eaten animals that I've seen alive and then, and then murdered mm. and then eaten. Mm-hmm. Most delicious thing you're ever going to eat. Yeah. Also, the guiltiest you're ever going to feel. Yeah, because you see the, the whole process. Yeah, you see the whole process, but yeah. you realize that we're eating garbage here. When you taste it, oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this? This is delicious. How do you not eat meat? But also there too, it's more of a, they're not killing something every day on the farm to eat it. You mm-hmm. know, again, it's preserved. It's like, yeah, we cut this much. We have the ribs for this day. We have this. Yeah. Whereas now you can eat meat three, four times a day. And then we, uh, it has a lot in our, in our intestines. It causes a lot of problems too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the red meat, that it gets mm-hmm. stuck and it takes you a while to get rid of it. Um, you're not supposed to hold on to something in your stomach for three weeks before you shit it out. No. You know, you're not, that's, it's terrible for you. You get bloated. You, it's, it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. But it's available, so we eat it, and we don't think about it. You're like, oh, I'll have this at the restaurant. Oh, I'll have this. I'll have, yeah. you know. Because you see it as, as your meal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see it as anything else. What it does, the extra. Yeah. And the it's, that's why it's hard to speak. Like you said, like any type of subject that, whether it's religion, politics, nutrition, uh, whatnot, like you can't talk with people that have tunnel, vi- tunnel vision. Like, yeah. th- man, someone in my family, as <laughs> my sister told me this, the other day I was feeling like, I don't know, I was just like not in the mood, whatever. Just one of those days. And uh, my sister told me that uh, <laughs> she was told like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Tatiana's probably not feeling well because of the way she eats. You know? <laughs> like a goddamn hippie. She's yeah. out there eating leaves off trees. <laughs> Yeah. Now that all the leaves fell off, she's depressed. And it's funny because, you know, you'll see her eating McDonald's and shit. I'm like, but what about the, all those people that have n- bad days that eat meat? Well, how do you justify that? Like, why is it automatically you associate my behavior with you, your with food intake? I, I don't think it has anything to do. Everybody has a bad day. Of sometimes course. I'm angry for no of reason. Of course. Yeah. It's a lot, though, which is not healthy. <laughs> but it's, it's sometimes you're just mad for no reason. And then somebody's like, are you mad at me? You're like, honestly, I'm not. Yeah. I'm mad, but not at you. Yeah. It's just in general, I'm just... Yeah, uh, people take things so personally where, like, like how does, it, how does my behavior or what I put in my plate affect you? Like, I'll be happy to talk about it if you ask me, but, like... Don't just go around and be like, oh, it's probably because of this. You don't know. <laughs> you yeah. don't know anything. You didn't research it, research it as much as I did. Like how? Anyway, it's frustrating. But it, You're in the wrong industry in comedy then because you're going to get a lot of people who just hate you just to hate you. Oh, of course. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> hate me. I don't know. It's the Well, uh, nobody's told me, but I mean, I'm 100% mm-hmm. sure of it because I know how a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's the strangest fucking thing where yeah. people think that your success is a threat to them yeah it's like their failure which is the strangest thing especially whether it's fitness whether it's comedy stuff that's 100 percent you like you're it's it's a product that you're putting out yeah i could uh, like kfc for example you know they specialize in whatever the fuck chicken they do right Mm -hmm. they actually don't have a competition with pizza hut they don't yeah nobody's gonna be like oh there's better pizza they're two different things Mm -hmm. they're both restaurants Mm -hmm. but it's if you want kfc you want kfc you're not gonna sell for pizza hut and vice versa 
So they're not going to make attack ads. They're not going to, they're like, it has nothing to do with me. I'm just going to do me better. And mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm using the fast food analogy because we're talking about nutrition. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Same thing with, with what we're offering, like, you know, podcasting, uh, comedy, all that. Mm-hmm. You have your own set. You have your subjects you talk about. Yeah. You have your unique point of view. That's you. Yeah. You're selling yourself. If you're successful, you have a lot of good shows or whatever. It doesn't take away from the next person. Even the next person who's talking about nutrition or whatever the fuck, you know, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't take away from them because that's a unique product that you're putting out. Unless you're copying someone, right? Mm-hmm. Then I could see people getting mad. Mm-hmm. But your product, for people to be mad at you because, oh, how come his product is more successful than mine? They're different products. They're not taking anything away from mm-hmm. you. But they don't They don't see it like that. And those are no. the people who are, they stay in. They're insecure, really. It's 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 deeper than that. They're like. You know, they, they, they'll judge you for something, but you have to ask yourself why, yeah. you know, why, why am I jealous of this, uh, this person's success? Is it because I'm not successful? Is it because like, I wish I was them? Why do you wish you were them? Cause you think you're not good enough. Like, yeah. you know, if you go, you could go a long way to, with asking why, and then it comes down to really something you. inside of them or that whoever, you know, it's. That's why, like, um, with comedy or fitness or whatever, like, I, I'm. It's easy to say we don't care, but we kind of care, but we don't. But like, I, I just always come down to anything that anyone else does has nothing to do with me. Exactly. Yeah. Because everyone is out there for themselves. Yeah. So. You know. I think it's how you deal. I think it's the same people when you look at them, how they deal with uh, difficult situations. Because mm-hmm. everything that motivated me um, to do everything I've done was never pats on the back. You know what motivated me? People who told me I couldn't do something. Lack thereof. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was the opposite. That's what people don't understand. So um, for me, when people like give hate or whatever, this and that, it doesn't have the effect of, oh, I should stop doing it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's it the complete opposite. opposite. It's yeah. complete opposite. Yeah. If you didn't want me to do well, you should have shut your mouth 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like you, you're the one yeah, who started. A this. lot of people thrive on that. I thrive yeah. on it. I, yeah. I want that because, like, I'll prove you fucking wrong. Yeah. And the worst is when you find those people that they realize late, like, oh fuck, I'm the one. This is my fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't want him to do well, but I talk so much shit that now he's just doing well. You yeah. know. And it depends how you see us. Other people, it's the opposite. They need the the pat on the back. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I'll keep going because I got a pat on the back. I'm yeah. not looking for anyone's validation. Yeah. And a lot of people are But aren't. at the same time, I think all comedians are looking for everyone. Only audience. the audience. I only care about fans, audience, the people mm. who are consuming what I'm giving. Yeah. I care about their Not point of view. Not your colleagues, right? Because your colleagues are... The colleagues can go fuck themselves because the yeah. colleagues are either I know them and we're friends with the colleagues or we're not going to get along. And So I don't care. If it's my friend, they could give me negative criticism and it'll be good for me. You know, mm-hmm. even because yeah. it, it's not going to come from a bad place. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, this joke or yeah. try this or whatever. It's, it's always going to be... It moves you forward. And if it's from a person that doesn't like me anyway, the fuck do I care? They don't like me anyway. What, what, you're negative. Of course you have a negative. The only difference is that now you're making it public. I don't give a shit that you said yeah. it. Yeah. I, and I it says more a lot about less. them than you. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I expected nothing less. You don't like me and you just publicly said you don't like me or I'm a shitty person or uh, fuck my podcast or my stand-up. But that's what I expected from someone who doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. That it's, you know, if yeah. you have two enemies, what, what do you expect? You know, that's so to me, it doesn't stop me. To me, it motivates me. Yeah. But the only, yeah, the validation that I need is from the people that, that are consuming what I'm giving. Yeah. If they don't like it, then I'll adjust. Mm-hmm. But if, like, say if the crowd likes it, this, I, I'm sure you've seen this too happen probably. Have you ever had a set where you had, like, the crowd liked it? Like, like so you had a good set and it was like, oh, you feel good about yourself. But then a comic is kind of taking digs, like, oh, maybe you should do this or maybe you should have said this. Oh, and you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it, so you're giving me... But the people that are mad, the people that are buying the tickets, yeah. liked it. Yeah. 
So I'm willing to take advice from someone who cares, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we'll get a bigger laugh, this and this." But for somebody to tell you, "Oh no, that's not right. You should, you should have said this. That's not funny." Mm-hmm. But it's not funny to you. But the people that paid their money, they're laughing. Exactly. So who the fu- like that? That comes yeah. from a bad place. Because I could tell the difference between um, constructive criticism when somebody and so, some people have helped a lot. They're like, "Oh man, you know, we'll get you real yeah, laughs. Yeah. Put this tag here, yeah. and like, oh fuck, that's so smart. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Sometimes you don't see everything. You don't see, it's and, so obvious. Yeah, yeah. That I love. I, I love that because that's yeah. the experimenting with comedians. I do it to them too. Sometimes like, you know, it would work here if you do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, but never when somebody's like, nah, that joke. I don't know why you said it. it's not that funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, but they they laugh. I'm like, nah, you should think of something else. And they don't have anything positive. Today. They're just like, nah, just don't say it. Yeah. When okay, really? So what's your solution? Then? Which solution? I just stop doing comedy because it pleases you. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> or a joke that they don't like the the premise of, and they're like that you shouldn't joke about that. It's like why? Oh, because it's not funny. Okay, because you don't like that premise, it mm-hmm. bothers you. But they laughed. Yeah. So did it bother you that I said it, or did it bother you that I said it and they laughed? At the same time, you have to filter because, uh, in in one audience, like there's individuals right yep. so maybe one or two people will come up to you and like the fine. people that loved it maybe they'll just walk out and not say anything and then that one person comes up and be like i didn't like that which is fine too which, which is you, which is fine yeah you have to because most people also when they do that they again uh we only talk about the extreme cases mm-hmm. so a lot of the stuff they'll hear about on the podcast or whatever is if i talk about an extreme person that came up to me and was really upset mm-hmm. but in general most of the people that will come up to you even if they have like some criticism it's not going to come from a bad place they'll yeah. be like oh you know and you know when you talked about this you know i have a kid that does this or whatever <laughs> and but it's never from like a fuck you it's like just so you know or they'll even say like i didn't laugh too much but just so you know that was the only joke i didn't laugh at because of this is and this yeah uh, i liked everything else that's but fine that's fine that's perfect yeah. that's they have their opinions they have their own perception of life so certain things aren't going to hit us harder they're going to make them uh, feel a different way that's perfectly reasonable but it's not the same as just throwing hate for for no reason mm-hmm. you know like people that have their arms crossed and they just oh, don't yeah, like they you. just don't want to, to love. this girl uh, i remember i was doing this joke about uh eating disorders and um when we were talking at the beginning, when uh, I like I was like 15 or so, I started gaining weight and then I started like being super self-conscious. So I I really tried to become anorexic and bulimic and I didn't succeed. You failed at being anorexic. I failed at that. And so that's kind of where the joke came from because I'm like, fuck, like I'm starting all these things and even anorexia, I can't, you know, yeah, I yeah, can't that, succeed. That can't that's funny. So, so that was what the joke was about. And um, after the show, I'm outside and this girl comes up to me and at first, I thought she was going to compliment me. So I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> and she's like, like trembling. She's like, just so you know, a lot of people actually have eating disorders. And that's really not funny. I was like, holy um, shit. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, away you get defensive. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm like, oh, well, the reason I chose to talk about that is because that's how I experienced it. And I actually had that that thing and it's it happened to me and that's my truth and that's yeah. what that's why i'm sharing it i made a joke out of my situation and that's how i deal with it because looking back i'm like yeah it's kind of funny yeah and it has nothing to do with you no but they take it personal like oh they she take knows it personal and she's like well it's not funny and then she just walks away and then uh uh <laughs> chori was outside with me and he's like uh what is she gonna do go home and not eat yeah exactly <laughs> what like what's she gonna do boycott what what yeah. kind of restaurant in, in your honor so stupid yeah these uh no, no these people are just they're, they're hateful they think to that, be because the thing is that comedy is, it has to be relatable right so they go there to be told things about themselves that they didn't realize really. yeah 
So when you tell them something that they expected to relate to, in a different light, they expect to relate to it in a in a positive. They didn't expect to be the butt end of the joke. Mm-hmm. So she thought she was going to get jokes that she could relate to. She didn't realize that she's going to relate so hard, and she's going to be the butt end of that joke because mm-hmm. she has that disorder. Yeah. That's yeah. what fucked with her. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it, I, I think it's funny. I'm it sorry. is no, but you have to be. I mean, some of you've been in, con- you, you know how it is, like in the green room. Some of the funniest stuff that that's said to me sometimes are just jokes against me, like people making fun of me, right? Like mm-hmm. my friends, like comics, fuck around. And some of the funniest shit that's said is, you know, just a joke about me. You know, yeah. just because we're yeah. fucking around and there's a, I yeah. say something and it's like that's perfect for someone to shit on me for. And that's the perfect joke. And then it makes me laugh because that's a funny joke. It's not, oh, what the fuck, man? Like, well, no, that's that's insane. That was the mm. funny joke. We had the opening. That's how comics think. You say something and there's an opening. It's a reflex to take that ball and slam dunk it home. Mm-hmm. Right? Or we do it as friends too. That's If you're hanging out with a bunch of comics, all it is is ripping each other. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. My, my friends in comedy. I know there's yeah. a lot that get offended. They're like, oh, don't say that. But... Mm. The people I hang out with in comedy, mm-hmm. it's just fucking bullying. It's brutal. <laughs> but it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it because it comes from a good place. Yeah. You know? So that's uh, that's that. Any, uh, what's your what's your uh, handle on Instagram and Twitter? On uh, Twitter, it's T-La-Soul. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I'm, I'm putting it in the description anyway. But I'm getting you to say it in case people are just listening. So, oh, okay. So that, um, and they don't want to look through it. And uh, on IG, it's uh, Fiddy Wits. Fitty Wits? It used to be Titty Wits. And well, what happened to Titty Wits? Well, it's because when I started fitness, I was like, oh, let me just like change the first letter. <laughs> Fitty, okay, I get it. But uh, that name originally came from uh, from uh, CJAP. My friend started calling me that. Titty Wits? Yeah. It was like, because like, Tatiana, Tati, Titty, Titty Wits. That's a weird evolution. Yeah, yeah, and it it just became like so like benign. Like it's some some of my friends would like just be outside and be like, "Yo, tit," and then I turn around and like other people would turn around because like, like they're like, "What the tits? fuck?" <laughs> oh my god! But hey. to me, it didn't mean like it just meant me. It could have gone deeper. It could have evolved into ISIS, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, just add yeah. ISIS, and yeah. then you would have some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I got those in the description. Yeah. You can check out Tatiana. So she does comedy. Um, she's also into fitness. Check out her Instagram. If you're in Montreal and you need a trainer, fucking DM her. Yeah, People are going to slide into those DMs. Uh, <laughs> slide in. Um, I also have my email on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. So. Okay. So I'm going to include all that shit um, so that they can go to it. We if didn't talk much about fitness, though. We did. We started we with did. fitness. <laughs> yeah. Then we talked yes. about abortions. We <laughs> talked about Dick Cheney. <laughs> we talked about food, poison, cancer. Uh, yeah. We talked about cancerous people who uh, don't support, they just hate. And then uh, we end on a positive note by talking about tits. And then ISIS. I mentioned ISIS. I did that as well. Yeah, they're uh, really correlated. They're, you know. It's the same. ISIS and tits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tits are ISIS of the body. Think about that. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember, uh, this podcast is available everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, fucking YouTube, uh, off the website, penthousecomedy.com. If you want to know more about Two Drink Minimum, the number one podcast on the planet right now, you head over to compoundmedia.com. You use promo code CANADA20. That's CANADA20. You get 20% off. Um, on iTunes, we release Two Drink Minimum one-shots every week. They're small episodes right under a half hour, uh, and that's in the top 20 now always on iTunes. So even the 30-minute episodes are doing well, which is insane. Thank you guys very much for that. Uh, and that's it. That's all I'm going to fucking sell you. Head over to penthousecomedy.com for more. Thank you for listening.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.